0: breath in your body. There is hope. Welcome to Think Hope Podcast. I'm your hopeologist and empowerment life coach, Dr. Rosalind Tompkins, and I am here to help facilitate your journey of hope. And we are on this journey of hope together because through hope we make it into the place that we were created to be and that is our purpose and our destiny and that's one of the things that we're going to be talking about tonight. I'm so excited as a life empowerment hope coach, hopeologist, when I get a chance to have a show like this where I can actually do some coaching and talk about how we can use hope to achieve your goals, and that's one of the main things that that we do as in, in coaching and life coaching, and that's helping people to become unstuck and to move forward in their lives. Because, and especially doing times of transition, oftentimes that's a hard time. But we're always in times of transition. We're in times of transition. Individually, in different phases of our lives uh, Based upon circumstances that happen we, tra- we are in transition right now as, as a nation and as a world Especially in the United States of America With this COVID-19 and, and all that's I'm telling you, we just hit a gruesome milestone on yesterday Over 500,000 uh, deaths in the U.S. from COVID nineteen, and I tell you, it is it is sad, and and just taking the time to remember those uh, that we have lost and to grieve as a nation, it, it it is a time of transition because because we 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 ask the question, well, where do we go from here, and how do we get there, and that's when life coaching and is so very important because we have the anointing and the tools to help you move forward in life and to get to the place where you're trying to go. And why this this podcast is so appropriate and so important now at this time is because we are two months into the new year and of 2021. And as you guys remember, at the beginning of the year, as we were just transitioning over into 2021 uh we as so many others were were so excited about that you know we had so much hope and and many people had wrote resolutions many people made new year's resolutions and resolutions are just simply uh goals they're just they goals is when you determine several goals that you would like to achieve in the new year. And 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 usually at the beginning of the year, in January, uh, is when you write your New Year's resolutions, what you desire to do for that year, and then you get started. And I'm telling you, it is so powerful, that whole energy surrounding the, the, the first of the year, because it's like a, a clean slate, new hope, you know let's let's do this we're gonna we're gonna change in so many areas and and oftentimes when we get to around this time where we have we have gone for two almost two months complete moving into the third month, this is when if we're looking at gym memberships, <laughs> this is when everything begins to slack off those those ones is, it's almost like uh the birds that. That that migrate during the winter, you know, winter to the to the um, warmer weather, and you see them come into the into the gym. Now that's when uh, I had gym membership, and you know, with COVID, things have just been thrown so far out of whack. But but uh, nevertheless, you could see it, you know, come January, you, 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 where you used to be able to get on your favorite gym machine or the equipment that you use. Now you have to stand in line. You have to wait because so many people have joined and renewed their membership. But then you just know in your spirit that okay, just wait a couple of months, usually around this time, it it starts settling back in to normal. Because what? People they no longer have the goals or you know, they've they've achieved their goals? No. It's because they've gotten to this place where okay, um, I tried, but it's not working, or I can't do it and And so that's why today's podcast is so important because we're going to talk about how we can break this pattern with hope. and that's how I did it and and you know I was able to finally and and what I determined is quite frankly, I don't make New year's resolutions. I have prayer requests. <laughs> Because I found that whenever I put it as a prayer request and I allow, I get the Lord's help in this, then then it helps me to, to, to really stick with it. And we'll talk a little bit more about how hope can help us achieve our goals. And that's so exciting, especially now. So before we, we go on with that, I want to just uh, talk a little bit uh, about some of the the new year's resolutions that people have made for 2021 uh I was looking at a study that was done by an organization uh named finder and you know you can you can look it up and you'll you'll find it you could probably find it very quickly uh on Google or some of the other search engines but but they did a they did a study about new year's resolutions for twenty twenty one and it was quite extensive where where they they uh actually were able to um, survey many people and it was uh it was uh different age groups uh different demographics and then they were able to aggregate all of the information and come up with with their findings and so uh looking at that. I was very interesting, interested in that, because I was wondering after a 2020 year like we've had with COVID, you know, and now we're moving into 2021, what's on people's minds? What are some of the things that are important? Well, 74% of participants focused on self-improvement by learning something new and changing their lifestyles in the area of health, and money. And what they found that was different was that love and career were low on the list of resolutions across all the generations, whether it's the boomers, the exes, the millennials and some of the others that I didn't I had never even heard of before. <laughs> but 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 it's it's amazing. And it's not it's not surprising that health because health is always like, you know, I, well, I'm going to lose that 10 pounds. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to eat healthier. I'm going to stop smoking. So health is always uh, up there. And, of course, with money, so many people are suffering, have lost their jobs and, and uh, you know, have gone through businesses closing and different things of that nature uh, because of, of of the pandemic that we are yet and still experiencing now. So so that's not surprising that health and money would be uh at the top of the list. Self improvements by learning something new. And that's that's something that I've been looking into for myself. I didn't make it as a resolution, but just looking at some of the research out there, looking at some of the, the uh findings and and different articles about how we can stay, you know, keep our brains engaged and And be able to um to stay sharp uh you know and one of the things that they suggest is learning something new and um and they found that 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 makes a difference if you engage your brain in learning something that you that's that's totally different than what you would normally be thinking and normally be studying at a given age or at a given time that it helps to fire up some parts of your brain that may be laying dormant and you don't want your brain to to shut down in any areas amen (laughs) and you certainly don't want plaque because that's that's that bad stuff that if it's in your brain it causes all of the problems with with dementia and stuff things of that nature so so for me I heard that study a couple of years ago, actually, and I've always kind of kept it in the back of my mind, but it wasn't anything that I really was interested in, because that's the other thing. It can't just be anything. It has to be something that you that you want to learn, and it's not, it's not about going out and getting a degree, <laughs> or, you know, you can, but learning just for learning's sake. And one of the things we learn and we as we as we grow older is that you never stop learning. And you must always remain teachable, coachable, and trainable. So, so for me, this year I finally found something that I was interested in and I found the course out there that I that I've been kind of, you know, engaging in and learning a little bit about, and that's the whole study of physics is the study of the physical world and and just just you know from that scientific standpoint of how things work in the galaxy and on earth and 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 things and and i'm telling you it's very interesting even though i can tell you a lot of the terminology and the equations i don't know and and i quite frankly i don't have to learn because i'm not (laughs) i'm not trying to get a degree or anything but i am picking up so much new information. And I can imagine my brain is just lighting up all over the place. And it's exciting. So so that, to me, I, I've made a connection with that, learning something new. I know some people learn different languages. It's never too late to to learn a new language. That's something else I, I want to do at some point, especially as I'm traveling. I want to learn how to speak um, uh, the languages of the nations that we're, that we're currently in, in Pakistan, in, in Nepal, uh, Eswatini, uh, I want to learn some of the languages, maybe uh, key words and things of that nature, and I know that that's going to happen. So whenever we think about this, about New Year's resolutions for 2021, one statistic that I really wanted to share, and that is this. Seventy-five percent of those surveyed believed they would achieve their goals. Seventy-five percent. That is high. Seventy-five percent of the people who were part of this survey that finders did about New Year's resolutions for 2021, when they, act, when they were asked a question if they believed they would achieve their goals, they said, yes, they believed it. So 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 what that tells me is that in the beginning whenever they were filling out this survey and it 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 was done in December as they were preparing for uh the new year coming in January what they what they what they had was hope hope was propelling them to what to write this list to take part in this survey to to think about what kind of what goals that they wanted to achieve in 2021, and they had hope that they would be able to do it, and that's so that's so very important because because you know what propels you to even try to make a difference in your life, to try to change, to try to learn something differently, uh, different or 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 change you know maybe some bad habits that you have is the fact that you believe that you can do it, that you have hope that you believe that okay we've had such a a hard year of twenty twenty last year. we had such a hard year, okay, so now we have a new clean slate, and now we twenty twenty one here we come. this is going to be a great year, yes, I'm going to achieve all these goals. And, and you start off just just running, hit the ground running, and then you get to this place, this place, oh, my goodness, of stagnation, of saying, okay, well, I don't know what to do. You know, I, I think maybe I was, you know, a little bit overzealous, <laughs> and now uh, I'll modify them, or, or maybe I'll try next year, or things happen and, and it sets you back and you say, Oh well I didn't realize that this was gonna happen or the pandemic was gonna still be going on it's so many so many things that can that can come that can come up that can cause you to shrink back. But we are not those that shrink back. We're moving forward and we're moving forward through hope. We're talking about how we can use hope to achieve all of our goals for this year of twenty twenty one. And and so how we use hope. Before before I share with you the seven keys to using hope to achieve your goals for twenty twenty one, let's talk about what hope is. And I want to give you our definition of the tenets, the tenets of the whole hope campaign for our April National Month of Hope, because it kinda of helps us to understand and to see what we're talking about when we say hope, what we mean. Now, the first thing uh, that we understand is that when you're talking about hope, patience that things can change for the better. We believe that things can change. We believe that we can change. We believe that people can change. Because because let's face it, if you don't believe that you can change or that things are going to get better then there's no reason to try, and so that's what hope does. Hope is that expectation that 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 I, you know, even though I may be right here, right now, I may be experiencing something right now, but it's not going to always be that way. So 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 that's what it's standing on. That's the foundation. That is hope. Now the first tenet is what hope stands for for us, and when I say us, I'm talking about mothers in crisis. We are the founders and the administrators of the whole HOPE campaign and the April National Month of HOPE, which is coming up soon on our way, closer now than we have been, and we are so excited about all the things that are happening for April National Month of HOPE. So HOPE stands for Helping Others Practice Empowerment, Helping Others Practice Empowerment. So, so this HOPE is not a, just a thought or I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish, you know, I wish upon a star. No, it is actually action. It's, 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 it's putting it out there. It's helping others to power it and to be infused with power to bring about the change. So that's what hope stands for. And then when we look at the second tenet is hope for self. The third tenet, hope for family, hope for the family. The, the fourth tenet: hope for and within the community, and then hope for the nation and world. So you see how it just it just goes, it, it grows out, it goes outward, starting first with yourself because you can't give what you don't have. Now the idea is to apply these tenets throughout the entire year. So in your daily life, having Realizing what hope stands for, helping others practice empowerment, starting with self, moving to family, in the community, nation, and world. So the entire year, daily, in your daily life, but to pay special, pay special attention to hope in April. In other words, since April is our national, now international month of hope, then it's, it's when we're concentrating and we are, are really targeting this whole message of hope. And people are encouraged to demonstrate hope in action, take hope breaks, and make hope connections. See, we have specific ways that are, that are part of this whole hope campaign or hopeology, which is the study and practice of hope. And hopeologists, is our trademark with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Department, and is promoting public awareness of hope by means of public advocacy. So that is what this hope that we're talking about, the hope, what it's all about. And when we come back, we're going to get right into looking at seven keys to using hope to achieve your goals in 2021. We're going to, we're going to take a little break here. For a PSA, because this is one of the ways that we are putting hope in action in 2021. Hear ye, hear ye. Mothers in Crisis is celebrating 30 years of service. In honor of April National Month of Hope, join the Balls for Hope campaign, spreading hope to frontline workers and others. Help us to give stress balls of hope to those who need hope, spreading hope around the world one ball at a time. For more information, visit Makeahopeconnection.com or call 850-222-7705. Our Balls for Hope campaign is is happening right now, and we are so encouraged as we are giving our stress balls of hope to those who need hope. And we're we're particularly looking at frontline workers, essential workers, and those who have been just just putting their lives on the line this whole year plus during this COVID uh, epidemic that we're ha- that we're going through right now. So, if you'd like to find out more information about our Balls for Hope campaign, how you can become a part of it, how you can receive or how you can sponsor, please go to makeahopeconnection.com, and you'll see all the information there. Okay, well, let's jump right in here now and talk seven keys to using hope to achieve your goals for 2021. And then I'm going to begin to bring in our some of our hope. Uh, so yes, some of our <laughs> – this is my hope posse, you know, my hope posse – that is a part of the Christ Vision Tribe, and they are all in queue. And so we'll hear from a few tonight as we talk about, as they share their goals, and I'll do a little coaching of how we can apply these seven keys to using hope to achieve your goals for 2021. So the first key here is look at every day as though it was the new year and start off with a clean slate which brings me to the second key, embrace the feelings of optimism that comes with new beginnings. Because remember when I gave the statistic and I said that 74% or 75% of those surveys surveyed in that particular research study believed that they would achieve their goals, they had hope. Well, that's what I'm talking about. It doesn't have to be the new year of January 1st, whatever the year may be, but you can tap into that same expectation, that same energy every day, or at least every month, or at least whenever you reach a, a period like what statistics show now, when you're into the second month, go into the third month, and now it's not as exciting, it's not as fresh, it's not as new uh you you don't go to the gym anymore or you know you're you're picking back up the cigarettes or whatever the it, it may be um you've you've forgotten about uh your resolution to to you know change a certain thing in your life or learn something new you've forgotten about it and and you you're not even thinking it cuz you've gotten caught up in just the day-to-day routine well you can you can you can use hope here by looking at it, and you can tell yourself, and so you say, "Well, well, how could I do that?" Well, how do you do it when it is a new year? You just you you believe it, you go with it, you embrace it. So so so, listen, it may not be a new year, okay, but it is a new day. We get a new day every day. We get the sunset. The sun sets at night. The sun rises in the morning. That's a good setting. That's a, that's a good starting point to say, okay, this is a, you know what, the sun is coming up. This is a new day. So now this is a new beginning and begin to embrace feelings of optimism. I have a clean slate. No, I mean, yesterday is gone. So now it is new. And then I'm going to have hope to just do it again, to start all over if I need to, because that's what we do in the beginning of the new year. So those are two keys. The third key is develop micro goals that you can achieve along the way and celebrate them. Micro goals. That means, you know, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. And I know those of you, uh, my Christ Vision Tribe members, you probably helped me to say that because I say that all the time because it's true. And so many times, you know, you've heard the saying, you're biting off more than you could chew. Well, imagine trying to eat the whole elephant at, at once. It never would happen. So, and by the way, I'm not advocating eating elephants. Glory to God. I'm just saying, just as an example. So when we're talking about developing micro goals, it's like you got to go in there within that. Say, if you say, I want to lose uh twenty five pounds, okay. I gotta lose twenty five pounds this year. You say that, that's a goal. That's one of your resolutions, right? And and then you get started and then, you know, by the second month, you know, going into the third month, you may have lost one pound or maybe two pounds, right? And you say, Well my goodness Or maybe not even a lost anything. So 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 what you wanna do is go into that that big goal of the 25 or the 125, whatever it may be, and break it down into increments. So, you know, let me say I want to lose two pounds. I want to lose, we're going to lose two pounds, right? And so whenever you break it down and however long it takes you, which if you're doing the things that you know you need to do, it's not going to take that long, then you celebrate that. You don't wait until you get the twenty-five or or whatever amount is, and then you just say, Oh, yes, I've reached my goal. No, you make little goals along the way, and that keeps hope alive because because you say, Okay, well, if I can do this, then I can do the rest. Okay, well, I did this, then now you know, let's onward and forward. See, hope keeps you moving moving forward. Okay, now let's look at the fourth key here: is to be flexible and willing to modify your methods to achieving your goals. Listen, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. And so many times we try that. That's what we do. And then we're getting nowhere, and it's like a gerbil on the cage, and then we say, okay, well, I can't do this. You know what? Forget about it. I thought this was it. You know, I thought I could do it. Well, it may not be that you can't do it. It may just be the way you're trying to do it is not working. So therefore, you have to get creative. You have to do research. You have to pray. You have to look around and say, "You know what?" And see that's what hope does. Hope when you keep hope fresh in your in your spirit is such a powerful force until it causes you to see options that were not there before. Because hope is like a bright light. It's a light of revelation. And when you begin to have hope, then what you do is you send a signal to your brain to find another way, to find an answer. So it's not happening like this, okay? Well, what are some other ways that I could do it to reach my goals? So being flexible enough to do that. And then if we look at the fifth key, expect success in achieving your goals and speak positive affirmations. Just like those ones in the study, they expected to reach their goals. They didn't start off saying, well, well, I may, you know, oh, I don't know if I can or I don't think I will, you know. no. Expect success. Expect that you, you know, don't even think about, I can't do it or it's not going to happen. And then speak it. Watch what you're saying because your words are so powerful. The Bible says death and life are in the power of the tongue. So, so whenever you begin to, to expect to, 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 to be successful, you expect to achieve this success, you have hope because that's what hope is, expectation. Speak it out of your mouth, I'm going to do this, I'm going to find a way, it's going to turn around, things are going to change. So you have that number six, be willing to start over when necessary and when you have to start over, look at it as a new beginning, not as a failure, not as a failure. Don't don't look and say, you know what, I've been trying to do this for 10 years and I still hadn't gotten it done. You know what? Start over. No, I'm just starting over. So this is a new this is a new era. This is a new season. This is a new day. So this is the this is it. This is when it does. This is when I get it done. This is when I achieve my goal and success is mine. And then number 7 is one of our favorites and one that bears repeating as many times as we possibly can and that is this. Never give up. Never give up. Don't throw in the towel. Never give up. There's always a way. You have to believe that and you just have to keep on trying. So, those are our seven keys of using hope to achieve goals for 2021. (laughs) In the interest of time, I know I kind of rushed through it, but I do want you to know that I am a certified life coach and hope coach, empowerment coach. I've been coaching since 2008, actually. And if you uh, would like to have a session, a free consultation, just send me an email, rosalindwhitetompkins at gmail.com. Uh, and 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 i' I'll, I'll talk with you if you feel like a, a life coach, a hope coach might help you, uh, many of my clients they can attest to the fact I don't take I don't have a lot, but those that I do work with that I choose to work with, uh, they make progress because it's all about using this force of hope to achieve your goals and to move forward. So I'm going to share a poem uh, that's very near and dear to my heart, my latest poem entitled My COVID Tale, and then I'm going to come back and bring in some of the Christ Vision Tribe members who we'll talk about. We'll just have a little mini coaching session as they share their goals and how they're going to use hope to keep moving forward. But this is is my latest uh, poem, My COVID Tale, and it's really about my experience along with my dear husband, Pastor Kwame, uh, experience with COVID-19. My COVID Tale. It started with chills and felt like the flu. I laid in bed and prayed for the cold to go away. I took cold Tylenol and felt much better. Although Kwame felt poorly too, he had been tested, so we both believed the cold or allergies would soon be arrested. I kept going on, wearing my mask, Believing this too would pass. As I spoke with my granddaughter who was checking on me because I wasn't feeling well. I said, I'm doing much better. I can taste, I'm not coughing, and I can still smell. As I talked with her, I picked up my perfume bottle and began to inhale. I was in the middle of singing, so you see, all is well when I realized that I couldn't smell. I put the bottle close to my nose, but I knew the Chanel aroma was strong, and even from a distance, it shouldn't take long to smell the sweet and spicy scent of chance. My ability to smell had taken a vacation to France, So I stopped the conversation in its tracks, and I said, I love you, but I'm going to have to call you back. This began my COVID journey. I felt okay, but my ability to smell was taken away. I knew something was seriously wrong, so we went to be tested. Just like my nose suggested, both reports came back positive, but it was also negative as I processed the reality of being infected. Quarantine, I became a statistic but my faith and hope were realistic and still intact because I believed that God had our backs. It became another experience and testimony in the making, refining, purifying, while taking time to reflect as we prayed In the fiery furnace of affliction, I was being made. It reminded me of my addiction, and just as Jesus delivered then, he did it again. I was soon healed, and it was revealed that Kwame had to languish in symptoms for far too many days. But God came through, and he was raised from his sickbed too. What I learned from this COVID tale is that no matter how careful you are, you can never tell what may happen. COVID came to our house as quiet as a mouse. It took my smell, but had to give it back on its way out the door. It tried to take away all, but we were left with more, more love, more faith, more hope, more of Christ, and less of flesh less pride, less judgment, less negativity. I thank God for allowing me to know him in the fellowship of his suffering. To know him, the Apostle Paul says, I want to know him in the power of his resurrection and in the Fellowship of his Suffering And that's my COVID Tale and I know That there are many others That are experiencing Their own right now And some may have Ended in going Over to the other side of glory As I stated before With half A million deaths in the United States alone And It is with great grace and fear and trembling that I give glory to God that he wasn't ready for me or Kwame, that he allowed us to make it and to stay for a little bit longer. We give God glory and we pray for the families that are suffering with it and those that have lost loved ones. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. So as we're talking Today on today's Think Hope podcast How hope is needed to achieve our goals I'm going to bring in I see Nettie Walker-Palmore is on the line One of our Christ Vision (laughs) Tribe members
1: Yes Hello Good evening
0: Hello Dr. Tonkus. Good evening How are you? Good evening I am doing well How are you?
1: Wow, you want to know him in the power of his resurrection. I'm just so wow. I'm just so blessed tonight, Dr. Tom, because it's been a it's been a journey to hear you give us those those uh, seven keys. I was just so inspired, you know, just to to be flexible. You know, it, it, it's going to be okay to expect. And Stay positive. I'm just so blessed by your teachings, your wisdom, just the just the impartation. I'm just almost in tears because the spirit of the Lord is just all over me, and you're just been sharing and just
0: it's so God. real.
1: just just, just I'm, I'm I'm full. I am blessed. Praise mm.
0: the Lord. Well, I, I tell you, that's what it's all about, you know. We have to that's the force of hope that's that's being yeah. released now and I believe will be released as those who are listening live and those who will be tuning in that it's it's real, it's a power, it's the power of God. And and you are in the midst of uh dealing with some of your goals right now. Um what what has what did you get from this and what what goal can you apply to some of the seven keys that you heard tonight?
1: Wow. Well when you were saying being willing to start over, you know, you know, you okay, you fall down, you miss it, you don't write it down, you, you miss taking your your uh readings, you know, but it it's okay. Never give up, you know. As you were saying, how how do you eat that elephant? You you eat it one bite at a time. And as you were saying, expect and speak positive affirmations. You know what? You know what I say. Life and death are in the power of my tongue. So you know, I, I'm going to find a way. I'm gonna find a way to, to get this, you know, because like you said, insanity, okay, you did that. You did it again, you okay. Optimism comes in when you say, Well, what's another way? And that was just like a nugget, like you had just gave me a a million dollars. It <laughs> was like ding 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 <laughs> you know? Yes. And wow. so and so what
0: you're what you're just so we'll let everyone know the goal that you're talking about is as you are dealing with your health issues and you're having to monitor different things in your, you know, of your health and and yes. just and just just being able to be consistent with that. Is is that what you're talking about?
1: Exactly. Yes. Being consistent and, and, with writing it down every day, doing, you know, being mm-hmm. consistent every day doing the same routine.
0: Mhm, mhm. Mhm. Well, good. I'm glad you were able to grab hold of, of some of these keys and that it will be it'll be helpful for you as you are moving forward. Thank you so much for sharing as always. Love you.
1: Love you, and I just wanna thank you. God bless you. Continue to bless you, Apostle. Thank you.
0: Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I tell you, it is it is very applicable. And that's one of the things about I love about it. It's 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 things that you can grab hold of and apply to your life, uh, and and it'll make a difference. So I'm going to go ahead and bring in another one of our crisis and tribe members because I see the time is uh, is going down, down, down as always. So I'm going to quickly bring in Sharon. I see you've had your hand raised for a while there. Hello, Sharon. Hi,
2: Doctor Temple. Hi, Dr. Tompkins.
0: Hi, how are you?
2: I'm doing great. What about yourself?
0: I'm excited about hope. Hope is exciting.
2: Yes, and I really enjoyed tonight's show.
0: Praise God. So what's, what's the goal that you're looking at?
2: The goal that I'm looking at is that I would like to become more proactive with my organization goals, such as taking ownership of the responsibility for the results I get. I want to adapt to change quickly. And then I want to learn to focus on what I can control and also learn to be more prepared and better time management because I tell you, I'm going to have to start writing things down and keeping an ongoing to-do list and a goal list. And that is what I'm having to deal with and want to make a change.
0: Okay. So what are some of the keys that you learned tonight that can help you with that?
2: The first thing that was, even though it was the last thing, is to never give up. And also learn to be flexible and even have to modify my goals as well as speaking Speaking it and expecting success Mm -hmm. and then just looking at every day as really all of them as though, you know, it's the first of a new year. It's just using those um, seven keys.
0: Yes, yes. Well, you know what, I'm going to, because you guys know I will, but I'm going to check back with you to see. Did you apply the keys and did they make a difference? And of course, we can talk a little bit more uh, about it and and uh because because I want to see you be all that God Almighty has created you to be. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank
1: you. All right. Well, <laughs>
0: The Hope Train is making its way down the track and it's taking us on out of here tonight. This has been a jam-packed, powerful, powerful time that we've had tonight. And I'm excited. I'm very excited. I'm excited about what hope is doing, what hope can do, and what we can do through the power of hope. And that's what this whole hope campaign is all about. If you'd like to become a part of the whole hope campaign, if you'd like to uh, donate to Balls for Hope or become a citizen of hope, go to make go to makeahopeconnection.com god bless you we love you and until next time remember as long as there's breath in your body there is hope